0: It's like this. We live in claustrophobia, a land of steel and concrete, trapped by dark waters. There is no escape, nor do we want it. We've come to thrive on it, and each other. You can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, good people. I love this town.
1: Look. You don't understand. There is a maniac trying to kill us. (sighs) Welcome to New York. Welcome to The Last Theater on the Left. My name is Chris. My name is Joey. Joey, we have just embarked on a voyage (laughs) from Camp Crystal Lake, or from Crystal Lake anyway, to New York City. New York City. <laughs> yes.
2: How we they... are from Texas. We get to say yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah, um, I'm not sure how they connect, but they do connect. Don't question it. Don't question anything about this movie. And at all. At all. Because that's the only way you're going to get through it. Welcome to The Last Theater on the Left's <laughs> marathon of Friday the 13th reviews leading up to Friday, October 13th, 2017, which you can find all of them on cnjradio.com if you have not listened to the previous ones. Go ahead and do that because I'm sure we'll reference our previous reviews coming into this one because there are some things that I think are relevant to talking about previous movies compared to this one because this, in my opinion, is not a good movie. And yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of fun watching it. It was, I think... <laughs> I the had company? the Mystery <laughs> Science Theater. Yeah. yeah, the company was what made this movie fun to watch because Thanks, I didn't man. really remember it whole I remembered the New York bits. So this sure. is Jason Takes Manhattan he, as... We all know it's basically Jason on a ship until yeah. the Manhattan stuff is at the very end. But uh. as we talked about while watching it, it's mostly Vancouver. There's like uh. maybe two, three shots of New York City in this whole entire film. Right.
2: Jason takes Manhattan with a half star in the USA today. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's as good as it gets. Yeah. So this movie has a lot of problems. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Uh, whoa, where do we start? Yeah. Where do we start? Uh, you know what? Oh God. I don't even
1: <sighs> Are you struggling okay. to find something to say or are you just struggling with the whole thing I'm gonna, as I'm all... gonna
2: I'm gonna bash this movie a lot as okay. you are, probably in a more studious way. But I'm just gonna go with the one positive that I have okay. in this movie. You know the two characters that I really liked in this movie were the two uh, the sea dog. captains. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I no, fuck that dog. You know what? <laughs> because uh, did toby didn't do anything toby toby <laughs> he he didn't see all the bullshit that we did right. and i'm jealous of that motherfucker right. okay yeah. i like the sea captains i liked i like the main captain and i like the first mate or so, whatever you want to yeah, call the it.
1: admiral guy who was sean the main guy young guy's dad was the main captain dude and yeah. then Jim, I yeah. heard him say his the other guy's name was yeah. Jim. Those yeah, are the two Jim. guys you're talking yeah. about. Continue
2: that that one back and forth they had before they both bit right. it, where they humanized them both in a, sure. in a very amazing way for a movie like this. For a movie like this, for yes. a, exactly that's why I said that. So as soon as they <laughs> do that, and they they freaking. They freaking erase them from existence, and I was like... Well,
1: that's what happens in these movies. You you get humanized, you get erased.
2: Yeah, so that's the only positive I have about this movie, is that I actually felt something for those two guys, and I felt bad for them dying. Otherwise, I got nothing to do with this movie. (laughs) I like... This is Kelly
1: Who's... I think it's her first movie ever. It could be.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm glad you went on to bigger and better things, Kelly. She's the only one out of the whole cast. I mean, uh, the guy that played the asshole uncle... He yeah. did like tons of television, so he had a very long career. Yeah. 100 credits to his name, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And he's still kicking around. As of this recording, yeah. he is 90 years old. I looked yeah. him up. He was good in this
1: one. Yeah, I mean, of... I hated him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did his that, job. He did his job. Yeah. He was one of the few that actually were good. Cause... <laughs> you,
2: you can imagine like a guy like this. He's been yeah. acting. Yeah. At this point, this guy's been acting for 40 years. I looked, right. Like I said, I looked him up, uh-huh. and he's done every major television show from the golden age of television right. probably couple of decent movie credits but you gotta think that guy's on a set like this going oh god <laughs> right. i mean he's probably i mean I, i'm just like i said i'm speculating here yeah. but uh he's probably drinking <laughs> like <laughs> i mean he just hands he's got that hand on the forehead thing like al bundy like right when, i just imagine him in the corner between takes just like oh god man <laughs> oh this is this is the worst yeah. people are and you know. Thinking that no one's gonna care about this thing, but like this is one of the things he's the most known for. It's so right. sad. Yeah. Oh, this oh this movie is so bad. It's so <laughs> freaking bad. The Crazy Ralph didn't even have the uh, the Crazy Ralph of this movie, right, which the is Harbinger the, of Doom. Yeah, the the engineer of the boat. Yeah, he he didn't. Was he the? He was he, yeah, looking, I think that was his credit. Was like was it like a like the ship engineer okay. or something like that? Or, because he's he's the guy that's gonna go out down the boiler room when shit goes wrong. Sure. Like that's his job, and yeah, he swabs no, the deck. Saw him do anything, so he's like swabbing the deck whenever uh, whenever he sees the blood boat pull in. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, fast right. forwarding yeah. from the beginning, but like he, it looks like he puts the mop down just to get the fuck off the ship, <laughs> right. but he never gets off the ship.
1: Right. I mean, yeah,
2: right from the get go, he's
1: supposed to know. Like at least Crazy Ralph had the wherewithal to bike away. Like yeah. he went to the camp, but then he left the camp. You know in the beginning
2: And his his doom was going back to the well Yeah So like I'm kind of learning once again on these rewatches That Jason is Frankenstein's monster Yeah Because for the second time in the series He gets resurrected with electrocution, lightning, whatever Yeah sure why not
1: Oh, okay. So what oh. I mean, <laughs> let's just start at the very beginning, okay. like right away at the very beginning, you know, this is going to be something different. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not, but this yeah. is the first movie in the entire series so far where they haven't done the typical opening credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, they start in New York and there's this voiceover from, you find out it's some a radio guy because two of the kids are listening to the radio. And this is the guy talking about New York city, the land of steel and concrete. And it's very dramatic. And you're seeing shots of New York, which are setting up the locations from later on in the movie when they actually get to New York. Probably because they only had the money to shoot in these specific locations. So they had to get as much out of these places as possible. Yeah,
2: that's the story. But
1: the thing is, the opening credit sequence is not the black screen with white lettering kind of placed at different locations on the screen like every other movie up to this point has been. It's kind of a typical 1980s I think the colors are like kind of pinkish or something like outlined white. And it's just kind of a generic opening. And there's some generic 80s song you were saying like, is that that Frank Stallone? (laughs) Yeah, it's a (laughs) a Frank Stallone feel to it. So It's, it's just really generic. And to me, that opening felt like, and once you get into the movie, it feels like this movie was an idea that they had for something else entirely And they said, oh, we need a Friday the 13th movie. Let's figure out how to put Jason in this movie. Mm -hmm. Because nothing else in this movie feels like anything before in Friday the 13th. Yeah. Even the ones where it wasn't Jason, it doesn't even feel like similar to any of those.
2: Yeah. And like this kind of a setting that it calls for where where the majority of the film takes place on one, like you're kind of trapped in this thing. Yeah. I immediately, my brain immediately goes to one of the great horror movies of all time, Terror Train. Yeah. And that's the template you should follow. Sure for a film like this mm. and it's just it doesn't it doesn't work this this movie did not work at all no. i didn't like anybody everybody <laughs> sucks and it, the people that they want you to feel something for and i'm sorry i'm really sorry if you're hearing this but and and maybe you've gone on and, and i've seen that they've done some stuff down the road but terrible performances i felt like the so, way that some were better than others the mm-hmm. robotic dialogue yeah the robotic dialogue makes me feel nothing for these people. And that
1: could have been the director, too. I mean, you have to... I'm not saying that the performances were great. They weren't, because I was pointing out, like, as... Tip, it was mostly some of the guys that I saw, because they get had some of the more, I guess, dramatic scenes. Or, what, well, they're supposed to be dramatic scenes. And they're just very <laughs> stiff, and they're standing there, and they're just saying their dialogue, and there's no... They're not emoting at all. There's just that could be partly direction but it's also partly just them what yeah. they did or did not yeah. bring to yeah. what they're
2: supposed to be delivering yeah. so yeah and just overall a lot of the fault is at Paramount Pictures i'm yeah. putting I'm putting it on them yeah. like when i find out that they gave this movie a 5 million dollar budget right. this is a franchise your eight movies into a freaking yeah. franchise treat it like a franchise yeah. like throw a th- throw 10 million at it please i'm right. begging you like Maybe that wasn't the norm at the time. Maybe everybody was a five million dollar budget, yeah. but I'm sitting here going, I know a thing or twelve about the history of Paramount Pictures. Right, right. Like Coming to America came out two years before this. Yeah. And I love Coming to America. Man, how much money did they spend on that movie yeah. just for the Africa stuff alone? I mean, right. it's out of it was out of control. Yeah. Like and Friday the thirteenth has proven to be a proven moneymaker yeah. in history. And you see the, the the box office returns going down now. Yeah, it's like well, then invest in it if you're going to put something right. out. breathe
1: new life into it. Yeah, Don't tr- it feels like they're trying to wring out the last dollars that they possibly can of this franchise, rather than trying to breathe new life into it. And yeah. that's 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 a mistake because you're guaranteeing that you're going to go down in flames when you do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, even even though like you know you could argue the quality in some of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels down the road. Yeah, but you could tell they at least pumped a few bucks into it. Right. You know, some of the actors are decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I i put a lot of this at their door. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the ones that hired the director yeah. and writer that put yeah. out this garbage. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure. sure that the the
1: writer and director were handcuffed by like the budget one yeah. and probably yeah. the demands of whoever was yeah. saying, "Well, you have to do this. You have to do this," and you know. Trying to do things, and they weren't able to do things. That's that's the history of this franchise. (laughs) Because you were saying, you saw that there was more stuff in New York that they wanted to do. It wasn't supposed to necessarily take place predominantly on a ship. It was supposed to have more iconic New York sites and iconic scenes in New York, but budgetary restrictions forced them not to do that and it, so it just made the whole thing confusing they promised yeah. something that they definitely did not deliver oh on.
2: yeah with that title they did not yeah
1: they didn't deliver on new york and they didn't really deliver on friday the 13th in my opinion either because that's it's, it's, it's not a friday the 13th movie so the connection to the previous movie is like you had mentioned a second ago jason is still under the lake after part seven where tina's father's delusion I still insist that he was a delusion in that movie.
2: You you justified yeah. your rationale right here at the top of it. So I got to hand it to you. Jason Chris.
1: is at the bottom of the lake. Apparently, they are running power cables across the lake for some reason now because there's a there's a yacht or something on the, in the lake because why not? And there's two kids on it and they drop anchor and the anchor goes down and hits this power line. Of course, because why not? Coincidence? Whatever and it happens to be right in the vicinity of the remains of the dock and Jason with some chains around him laying at the bottom of the lake. But there's no Tina's dad. Tina's dad's corpse is not there, so... <laughs> Jason I, ate him. Right.
2: <laughs> no. Shark ate him.
1: But that, that leads me to say that I am accurate in saying that the end of Part 7, seeing her dad come out of the water was a complete delusion. It didn't happen that way. So I feel justified now.
2: You know how one of, one of our previous installments, we, we want to do, do the tribute to Thank You for Smoking, just one line of dialogue yeah. to fix some of these problems? Right. Why not when the radio guy is on, can he go, and in other news, if you are interested in joining the protest for while they're putting a pipeline of power lines <laughs> yeah, in our city, something. then show up Saturday <laughs> at noon at right. City Hall. Yeah. Like, that's all they needed. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be insane right. about this whole thing. <laughs> Oh, man. But the
1: anchor, like, pulls on the power cable, which causes electricity to flow through the water and hits the <laughs> chains that are on Jason. So, like you said, Jason lives again. Frankenstein's monster rises from the lake because of electricity. He yeah. breaks the chains pretty easily this <laughs> yeah. time. He was
2: there for, like, what,
1: seven, eight, ten years?
2: Yeah, so they're all mossed up. And, yeah, but you know, now and he just rusted
1: like, and takes those chains off yeah. and he... He murders the exposition couple. I've dubbed them because that's the, their entire purpose is to provide the backstory of Jason yeah. and to give him back <laughs> yeah. his mask.
2: Yeah, that's right. The dude knows the whole bit, yeah, like verbatim. And then he claims, "Oh, I'm just teasing you. I'm just right. telling you a ghost story." Comes back and scares his half-naked date yeah. with a Jason mask. Happens to coincidentally look exactly yeah. same color, same trim, the whole thing. It even looks kind of worn. It even has the axe
1: notch. It's not as big as, not it as it hit him. It's not big, gotten, but it's there. But there's the, the line where the axe hit him. So they're either they had to be selling Jason masks somewhere because there's that can't be a coincidence. Yeah, unless accept, he's on
2: the hockey team in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I can accept some coincidences in this movie because you have to. <laughs> but the coincidence of having that mask... So that brings up <laughs> so many things in this universe of this movie. Like, are they actually capitalizing on the legend of Jason in this area and actually selling masks in this world of Jason?
2: Who knows? Because that's the only way that this... Just to keep, me could happen You would just keep telling yourself man. You, you insert a lot of things for forgiveness <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I wish I could think like that Chris. Well no that I'm I not do. forgiving this
1: movie I'm just trying to rationalize it I know, I know I know And you know I'm the kind of person That if it's not on the screen And if it can't be interpreted from the screen That it's not there And none of this is there I'm just saying mm-hmm, like again. How how do they get to that point in the scripts To say <laughs> that this is okay This is This will work To me, it almost feels like a parody of Friday the 13th at times, because it's so ridiculous.
2: They already did that. It was called Saturday the 14th. Right, I guess. Which Um, I haven't seen since I was a kid. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. We're not, we're going to be reviewing that for this franchise (laughs) wrap-up. Although I probably would have enjoyed it more than this one. (laughs) Jesus. So
1: anyway, we get on the boat, and of course, it's called the Lazarus because yeah, well, what...
2: yeah real film school. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't have to be Fellini to figure that one right. out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure Lazarus. they were. I'm
1: sure when they were riding this in, they're going Do they think? Is anybody gonna get that? Oh, that's yeah. clever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, come on, guys.
2: Sadly, some people didn't. I mean, yeah. I, I get why they thought they were so smart, but geez, yeah. man. yeah.
1: But the fact that you see the name on the boat like two or three times, plus the captain guy says it literally to the camera. Why
2: not SS Pamela? You know, something for the fans. Yeah, something, yeah, Yeah. a
1: callback or something like that. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I would have liked that better. Yeah, but
1: then a bunch of kids die on the boat. Like that's (laughs) yeah. Can we can we just leave it at that? (laughs) Because
2: man, yeah. I mean i appreciate uh, I appreciate that Kelly, who spent. A whole day in a disco so she could die in her debut. Let's just...
1: Yeah, let's talk about some of the kills. Basically, the middle portion of the movie is all... It's only that. Jason just appears in places. He's not being sneaky. It's just that these people on this boat separate themselves this entire time, and he just happens to stumble upon him like, oh, okay, I'm going to kill this person now.
2: He's not stealth at all. I mean, like... And there's no...
1: I did notice in this movie, they use the point of view shots occasionally that we had talked about. Like, that's kind of a part of the franchise, really, is the POV shot to build tension. In this movie, it's never, ever Jason. I don't think any of the POV shots. I was trying to... All the way up to the end. Yeah, all the way up to the very last scene. Yeah. None of them are Jason. And so, after a point, when you start to realize this, after the second time (laughs) it happens, you're like, well, I'm not going to get my hopes up or my tension up because I know it's not happening. But yeah. yes, Kelly, who is being chased. I don't remember her character name in the movie. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. She's getting chased, and she goes into the <laughs> disco that's empty because...
2: Apparently, she has a massive backstory of epilepsy that we have no <laughs> right. idea about. I, I mean, guess. seriously. No disrespect to, you know, if yeah. you're suffering from epilepsy. But when you watch this scene, you're like... Where where does she get lost standing in the middle right. of this lit room? It's a very small room. It's probably I don't know
1: fifteen feet by fifteen feet or yeah. something. Low know, maybe, ceiling, maybe a little bit bigger. Than yeah, that.
2: but it's not a big room. Yeah. and there's she a she took three minutes to go for that other door. Right, it's like is she is she like OCD? Is she trying to play name that tune or right. something? Or? so the music's
1: still playing. They never turned it off, and there's <laughs> lights, but the lights aren't really even flashing. They're just on. <laughs> And she's standing in the middle of the dance floor, and then the the way the this scene is shot, it's like it's dizzying. Yeah, it's this confusion scene.
2: But there's doors it's, everywhere. They're trying to make us confused for her right, sake, exactly. to forgive her idiocy. Exactly. That's all. This. And by the way, this is like a high school graduation boat trip, and yeah. it even it, the disco room is decked out for congratulations. Right. All you graduates, there is a full fucking bar on there. Right. Like, really. <laughs> like every every shot you go to, every room you go to, yeah. there is something wrong yeah. here. But it was, Ugh.
1: but it was just so weird because there's the camera's kind of it's doing that thing where it goes around the person because it's a circular dance yeah. floor, so it's going around she's looking one way and the camera's going the other. Yeah. It's that kind of confusion scene, but it lasts so long yeah. she's just there by herself and she doesn't move <laughs> and so I was feeling like this was the first time in the movie that I was really starting to feel like is this a parody like is <laughs> is the director actually kind of poking fun at the series because yeah. this is ridiculous it went on. Way way yeah. too long yeah. for it to be anything like serious.
2: I cannot wait to rewatch Crystal Lake Memories and some of the other special features yeah. on here before we get to the wrap up episode because I want to see the defense here. Yeah, I'm going to be taking notes on this one.
1: Just so weird. Yeah,
2: like... I felt. Oh, I, by the way, I, I did feel bad for Vinnie Vincent getting killed off. So <laughs> right,
1: I was going to bring up. <laughs> uh, JJ, I think her name and, was, and
2: there there could have been a story arc there because literally the dialogue they gave her yeah at, at the beginning when she's talking to the crispin glover knockoff yeah the the av guy uh av club obviously right she obviously digs him uh because she's yeah. like why do you want to yeah. mess around with that other girl she's she's stupid yeah you know and so they gave her something to to do yeah. the rest of the film besides just look like a ham with a guitar right you know i'm making bad like music videos miming
1: to her tape like she yeah. has the boombox and she's she has yeah. this guitar she got for graduation gift obviously yeah and yeah, uh, yeah
2: by the way yeah this the there's a lot of gift giving, yeah. and so you pointed the opening, that out, like, like, everybody has their gifts yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> like,
1: right in a row, there were, like, three gifts given back and forth, and so I was like, these better pay off, or this is really stupid, and two of them actually did. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Well, actually, well, and the guitar was probably a gift, and it paid off almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, it paid off for
2: Jason. Yeah. So. But
1: yeah, this character, there was this love triangle sort of thing that could have actually been kind of interesting, sort of, maybe, if they had done it right, which mm-hmm. I don't... Have hope that they would have done it right,
2: right? But there was it, they started it. Yeah, it's they started it, it but then get started. And- but then
1: they killed off JJ right away in a not a very good way because it was just it was a POV shot from JJ, not Jason mm-hmm. from JJ, and it's just Jason's face and he swings the guitar and then blood comes on the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't like it
2: when blood hits the screen in anything. <laughs> I don't like it; it bugs me. Oh, and there'll be more. Yeah, let's just call her Vivi and not JJ. <laughs> okay. okay, so. <laughs> Yeah, can we just get to this one major point of, of the whole thing? And I think that this is pretty much most of all we really need to say. The massive problem with this film, okay. more so than anything at all, which they're they're counting on this to carry the entire film, mm-hmm. is that the main character. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Rennie. Rennie. Thank you. And, uh, by the way, yeah, I found out that Elizabeth Berkeley auditioned. She's wearing Elizabeth Berkeley's clothes from say by the Bell, like, to <laughs> yeah. the T. Yeah, the, Don't is. act like you haven't seen them. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. It's like, wow, wardrobe, okay. So, we're supposed to believe, okay, the asshole uncle pushes her in the lake when she's a kid. She figures this trauma out, by the way, in the weirdest possible time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, trauma
1: brings us up. Drama, I guess yeah something like that
2: so I'm going in order unlike the Tarantino vibe they're going to give you in this one <laughs> which oh, okay. I shouldn't even I'm I, I'm insulting him by even bringing him up in this review <laughs> sorry Quentin so when when she almost drowns in the lake when she's a little girl right. apparently baby Jason uh is holding her down because her uncle told her that baby Jason brings down kids that can't swim into right. the lake yeah. because he understands the legend. Cause of course he's the one denying the whole time that it is Jason. Sure. So I guess he does really believe that Jason's dead. I'll buy that. Yeah. But the fact that she hallucinates baby Jason throughout the whole film yeah. is just the worst.
1: <laughs> it's pretty bad. And it starts right. Uh, to me, one of the worst is right at the beginning. Well, besides the end <laughs> yeah. is right at the be- the first time that she sees him on the ship, because she's she's in her room alone with her dog Toby and she looks at the porthole and there's she sees this vision of it filled with water and it's like looking down and that kid Jason is like help me yeah. and the dog sees it the dog looks at the porthole reacts to it and runs out how How does that make any sort of sense? (laughs) How do you write that and think that that's okay? (laughs) Like... So we're supposed to believe... They're giving her a
2: lot of credit, aren't they? (laughs) How...
1: how, I just don't understand how that's supposed to work. Because to me... Looking at the... So you were talking about how the guy, her guardian... I'm not sure what their relationship is. It's her uncle. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Her uncle... Pushes her out of the boat after have, right after having told her this story about Jason. <laughs> yeah. So, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, she's seeing things. She's like Alice in the original. She heard the story of Jason. She saw Jason in her dream. Riddy, in this movie, just got told the story of Jason. Therefore, yeah. she's scared of the water already. Yeah. She can't swim. So, when she feels herself going under, she sees in her own head this boy in the lake. And that would explain why... The boy Jason in this movie isn't all messed up at the beginning. He looks like a normal kid at the start, and you go throughout the rest of the movie. Every time that she sees this kid Jason, it's not really a ghost, or it's just in her head. Yeah. But the fact that the dog saw it makes just throws that all out the <laughs> yeah, window. Totally, like it just doesn't it doesn't work unless Toby's a <laughs> ghost or something too. I don't know. <laughs> Toby's a ghost dog. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. Yes him and
1: Forrest Whitaker
2: right <laughs> so
1: i don't know that was that was the biggest problem i had with like the writing in this movie cuz
2: that that just that i mean tell me the whole arc is is what's wrong with this movie the the entire i had a lot of problems Kid jason thing yeah, like, yeah. You know, that I'm was, fine that... with i'm fine with most of the gags the yeah. other thing that makes this movie like like you were talking about a parody is you know they get all the way up to new york yeah okay so Jason's killed almost
1: everybody on the boat. There's three people left, but apparently they're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the teacher lady that Renny likes, she says, wait in the restaurant while I go get the rest of the people. The restaurant kind of, not lower deck, but kind of middle deck. Yeah. And they're never seen again.
2: He's like, there is no more restaurant.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the Sean kid is taking Renny up to higher ground on the boat and they meet up everybody and everybody's there except for these three kids and the woman is like... I left them, what about these other ones? I left in the restaurant. And Sean just looks like, look, turns around and says, There is no restaurant. And then <laughs> walks away. Only Zool. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, so I guess I don't know if I'm going to count those three as deaths. in Because he doesn't know. How would he know that? The ship might not have even sunk all the way. Because they bail. They leave without even yeah, checking. He was
2: just doing lifeboat math in his head. Right. He was like, ah. <laughs> we." Well, they the uncle play, hasn't anyway. left his side yet. Right. He's got to come with yeah. us.
1: But then they get on the boat and then, or the lifeboat and they leave. And somehow, okay, so. Well, no, no, no.
2: I, I think it's legit that the guy, that the boxer guy lived. Off being thrown off the... Yeah, machine. no, I'm not saying... That. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought that's what you were going to talk about, because no, he no, was no, the no. other false POV. Yeah, yeah, so. so
1: the boxer guy, Julius, gets thrown off the boat by Jason. He For some reason, he doesn't kill him, he just tosses him off yeah. the boat. Yeah,
2: and Julius does the smartest thing ever by just hanging out yeah. in the water. Because we're not out talking about, like, titanic temperatures right. here. Yeah. We're like, let's see how this plays out. Right.
1: <laughs> but he, he must be a really strong swimmer if he was able to keep up with the ship... Who I don't think they ever dropped the anchor because yeah. the the They're one just hanging dude, off by the ladder, yeah. now, maybe, you know, maybe there's no ladder that deep. Yeah, <laughs> and it's storming and it's night, and he was able anyway. That's fine. I can accept that because <laughs> he was down fine. there
2: for at least twenty minutes, <laughs> at least. Yeah, but
1: he gets on the lifeboat too. But my thing is, so Crystal Lake is like New Jersey area, right?
2: I think so, that's so, established yeah. in the original. Yeah, I pretty. Yeah, about that. Up, well, we'll say, for the, for the sake of argument, upstate New York, Jersey. Sure. Yeah.
1: So, there's some river that connects, apparently, to the ocean that's big enough and deep enough for a sh- cruise ship. <laughs>
2: that's, a that's a big-ass
1: boat. Right. <laughs> and they're out there, and so when they get onto the lifeboat, how far can they actually be from land? Like, how know. can this... I don't understand what's happening. Because yeah, like, it uh, wasn't when, a long time. They couldn't have been on the
2: boat for yeah. very long at yeah. this point. It's like, I've been on a cruise before, and like you see where they're hugging the land yeah. as much as you can, just in yeah. case shit goes wrong. That's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, anyway. <laughs> in case something bad happens. <laughs> like, right? like a
1: murderous <laughs> undead kid from, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But another <laughs> leap. And they make it to New York after a day of rowing.
2: Like a whole, like 24 hours.
1: Yeah, because it gets light and then it's dark again and there in New York. So yeah. whatever, and, that's and, fine.
2: And also the uncle character is like one of the worst people that has ever lived. Right. Because here's the deal. Like, I would imagine like a small group of people that cheat death... Like, there's going to be a bit of an arc where everybody's kind of getting along for the sake of, like, sanity. Right. But he's still just he's a still shit. It, yeah. Like, can you guys, like, you know, are we there yet? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, are we there yet? Yeah. To the kids. Yeah. He and looks, he's like, I'm the responsible adult the whole time, yeah. and he just turns into a six year old. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because he's he looks at Sean, who is the captain's kid, and he was like, Well, where are we going now? Like, what's what's the next move, Sean? Like, are you aren't you going to get us to New York, Sean?
2: Yeah, your DNA should yeah. immediately make like, even though your dad obviously wanted you to be a boat captain. Right. You have no day's experience as a boat captain. Yeah. You have one hour, and it was the worst hour ever. Right. So yeah. let's not log that time in. To me,
1: that uncle character is the... I mean, I think it's it kind of works for the character because it's like when he doesn't know something, he's going to throw that onto someone else and yeah. berate them for not knowing what he doesn't know so yeah. he can get out that frustration. That's the kind of character he is. So I think he might actually be the best character in the movie. Because well, he, he does his job well. Yeah, he
2: has to be. Yeah. yeah, Well, he doesn't have to be. It should have been the right. main two kids, but yeah. that didn't work out.
1: But then they get to New York and they do some stuff and some more people maybe die? I don't know. <laughs> and then they get to the sewers.
2: Can we <laughs> jump to the sewers? Please, yeah, because the only other interesting thing is when they're in the uh, the diner, that big-ass waiter yeah. that, that he throws into the mirror is the guy that's going to play Jason <laughs> in Freddy versus Jason. Right. Here's yeah. a fun fact. Mm-hmm. So he got to beat up his replacement. How was he to know? How how could he have known? How great is
1: that? Well, he might have known when... The fact that Jason had to look up to this guy... Yeah. Like, they were pretty big height difference, so that's... Yeah, and Kane's a big dude. Yeah, Yeah. that's not a good thing if you're supposed to be this huge killer. (laughs) Like, you don't don't look up to people like that, because that's a... It sets a weird visual thing in the movie. It makes him look less intimidating.
2: So, yeah, we get down to the sewer... And they run to John Carpenter. <laughs> right. Sorry. No, this this, this uh, city worker who yeah. who knows a thing or twelve about these sewers. Right. And he's us in on a major plot point <laughs> right did before they... he eats it. <laughs> yeah. did,
1: did... So, <laughs> apparently, in New York City, every night, at midnight, the sewers are flooded with toxic waste. <laughs> and apparently... I never is, read about this in I Time Magazine back that. in the day. Yeah. Not that I was I've,
2: reading Time, but I figured that would have made the national news. I've
1: heard about, like, the alligators and stuff that people had as pets that get flushed into the sewers and grow into these big, huge monsters. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, Also happens. true, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, i never heard about the toxic waste... Flushing every single night in so, New York City, at least in the '80s. Maybe they stopped after that. I don't so, know. This gets the "Thank You for Smoking" award
2: of the right? night because, you
1: know, in movies we've talked about it before. You set something up and then you pay it off. So, for the, to kill the main bad guy in a movie, you would think that that would be important to set up a little bit earlier in the movie to have it pay off to 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 dig into the story and make it meaningful and mean something but no it's like five Five minutes minutes. before it happens (laughs) we say oh by the way there's a whole bunch of toxic waste that's about to flood this entire area where we are right now so we
2: better leave yeah what are you kids doing down here (laughs) and then he gets killed (laughs) that's the best part so he gets killed in the shadows (laughs) the blood it it doesn't go into the camera quite but it goes. It goes up against the wall. It goes from the ground up, <laughs> up to the wall, back into the yeah. up to the left. <laughs>
1: so the silhouette framing of the kill is like left side of the screen, and the blood <laughs> comes from the bottom right and goes up towards the left side of the screen.
2: <laughs> Just give me back the crappy POV shot, right. right? Yeah, <laughs> right. At this point, okay. So she kind of she's putting all this together in her head because about 5 minutes before they get down the sewer, she has her little flashback. Well, her drug-induced flashback. Oh yeah, cuz she's on heroin right now. Yeah, because <laughs> we, they they kind of don't talk about it anymore yeah. afterwards. Like there's
1: like one sequence POV shot from her perspective yeah. where it's all wobbly and wavy and kind of in and out of focus when she when Sean finds
2: her. Sure. I'm not even going to explain why she's on heroin. <laughs> if you care to watch this movie then you have to find out that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> or okay. you deserve it. Right. <laughs> you do. <laughs>
1: so yeah but yeah so they're trying to get out and i want to know why this worker guy cut it so close like what would you be if you knew that there was going to be toxic waste flooding your house at midnight every night would you stay there within 10 minutes of it actually happening no. with the exit like a mile away <laughs> so the blood gets off on the yeah, other yeah. floor and he didn't even seem that that concerned about it he's like oh we better get out of here before the toxic waste melts us probably doesn't like kids (laughs) (laughs)
2: like okay so what she she he's gonna kill the boyfriend yeah and she shines a flashlight in his face to get his attention
1: (laughs) yeah just after he'd murdered john carpenter with the the, i think it was a wrench or something yeah it was was his own wrench of course she goes towards sean who has collapsed with and Jason has the wrench up and the flashlight causes him to stop. <laughs> yeah, oh shiny thing. <laughs> right. Cuz so I don't know if that was supposed to mean that there was a connection between them. So this is another thing that really doesn't make sense and is confusing. So to me, like I said, Jake Kid Jason is a delusion, okay? That sort of makes sense except for the scene that we talked about. Everything else it fits if that's the case. Okay. But why was he so concerned with following her the entire time throughout the movie? He saved her at one point in the movie. He does.
2: That's, just, yeah. that's another thing that makes this a parody. Yeah. Is that Jason actually uh, has the most moral possible kill right. in the history of the yeah. franchise at this point. By killing... Okay, fine. I'll tell you. By killing the would-be rapists right. and heroin uh, yeah. stabby guys. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> from uh, From our hero... Heroin. Right. Yeah. yeah, Yes.
1: So, and of course, Jason might have killed her afterwards, but he got distracted by the other guy and she escapes by then, but he does actually sort of save her. So they build it up to be where there's this connection between Rennie and Jason. But it doesn't make any sense because the timelines don't work because it couldn't have been Kid Jason actually in the water at all, ever. So why does the flashlight work in his face? The only way for me it works is if they have a connection, but they can't have a connection so, it's just a flashlight in the face that's drawing. Well, to his
2: mom used to shine flashlights in people's faces to distract him. So, maybe it's true. like, oh, mother. There go. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, come back. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I'm trying like hell. So, uh, why this would even have an effect in the first place? Well, mm-hmm. Chris, I was going to explain this to you. Okay. It's because. Please explain it to me. <laughs> the reason all that was a thing, uh-huh. the whole toxic waste thing, uh-huh. is because. It's not New Year's yet, and the Ghostbusters hadn't solved the mystery. Right. <laughs> because we still got, like, a rough six months to go before right. that, that happened. So <laughs> I, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but that's that's why Jason had to die. This could have all been prevented. <laughs> yeah, this is the best part. These are terrible heroes and heroines because yeah. they literally didn't do anything to kill jason when he finally does get killed they literally just have to hang on
1: all they did was didn't die
2: (laughs) (laughs) and not fall in yeah just hang on yeah and just have cringy face right uh you can't open that sewer just yet or whatever it is it's gonna get you up to Mm. to the surface again just hang on and that's it. They didn't they didn't punch him, they didn't kick him, they mm-hmm. didn't stab him with anything. Mm-hmm. She threw something in his face at one point. She threw a So apparently there's oh God, a, I did it, didn't I? a
1: tiny bucket of toxic waste. Sure. Because it, it said on the top of it toxic waste and she managed to open it with one strike of the flashlight because it was ah. apparently sealed really well. Ooh. But she was so strong that she knocked it off and then so that is what caused is that what caused yeah. So she throws it in his face and that's when he takes off his mask and it reveals the melting jack-o'-lantern face or whatever yeah. it is. It looks so bad. Lloyd
2: Kaufman is out to destroy this franchise. <laughs> it's Toxie! Right.
1: It does kind of, sort of, in a way. But it's, it's a really, it's maybe the worst Jason face. Yeah. We've talked about how goofy some of them have been.
2: Yeah, we've seen his face in every one yeah. of these movies. Yeah. But this one doesn't even
1: look like any of the yeah. previous ones.
2: I wish I could have seen the prior one the ones that the kids saw you know the yeah. ones that the beastie boys right. saw he's yeah. more beastie boys in this one by the way <laughs> right <laughs> but she
1: throws the toxic waste in his face and so he doesn't have his hockey mask from the, for the rest of the movie yeah and the,
2: so bad yeah so he, bad. he chases them Even for a second five million dollars yeah. yeah
1: and you could you should have put more money into that because that's that's a hero yeah. shot like that's a narcotic shot as he's about to climb the ladder where they're huddled up against the top of it, he vomits water for some reason. He sees the toxic waste wave coming towards him, and he vomits water. Why did he do that? No, He was so still feeling the effects, I guess. But geez, man, I didn't. I did. I did like a thing about this movie. Oh, really? When after. Jason reaches through the porthole and grabs Rennie, in, oh, still on the ship, going back to okay, the ship. Okay, yeah. We're... Yeah. She gets the pin that was the gift from the teacher woman lady. Mentor lady. Yeah. yeah. And she stabs him in the eye with it. So they paid off the, the gift at the beginning of the movie, and then when he pulls the pin out of his eye, there's a single teardrop of seawater that comes out of his, his <laughs> down his mask. That's what you liked. That's what I liked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But then, yeah, so at the end, the toxic waste goes, washes over everything. And but then, wait, there's more. And the, oh, lightning strikes at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, lightning yeah. strikes the Statue of Liberty. And now the Statue of Liberty is going to come to life because we're conditioned. Electricity means life in this. these movies. This is all
2: just a setup for Ghostbusters 2, Chris, because <laughs> right. that's... How else is it going to walk? Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, and then we go back to the sewer and there's a little kid laying down in the sewer where jason was he
2: regenerates back to a baby yeah
1: and he's not throughout the movie the the visions of the jason kid got progressively more deformed to sort of it looked like emulate the original jason from the origin from the first movie where he his face i mean well in all the previous movies to where he was missing most of his hair and his face was kind of sideways
2: I think there's some alternate scenes where they, they do more about... Because yeah. the, they really fade out in yeah. the theatrical cut. Yeah, I mean, it's just... And they're back in, on land. Yeah. And they're going to start their new lives yeah. and everything. But I got, like, two missed opportunities there. One is just like... Uh, it's just a fucking baby. Let's drown this fucking thing so we can't <laughs> kill anybody anymore. Like, they go real dark. And right. they're just like, fuck this kid. <laughs> and that's where it
1: ends. Just the camera, like... Pulls up in a way as you just see the motion and the shadow and the block going. Yeah, they just the start
2: one. office space fax right. machining him. And then here's my other one. Here's my other missed opportunity. Is it, is it like they're walking down the street and everything's okay at the end finally. Yeah. And then she wakes up, but she's still on the heroin people's couch. <laughs> because she right. hallucinated the Odd. whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I would have liked that, and then she wouldn't be alone in feeling like she was violated. Because <laughs> I sure feel <laughs> oh, like it.
1: Wow! All right, <laughs> I didn't say the R word yeah. this time
2: because it's not funny. That got super dark, though. <laughs> well, I mean, I had to do something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So two breasts. Was it two? Uh, no, one. It was just one. Yeah. Yeah. There was at yeah, the very beginning, just the one. There was uh,
1: Tamara. She had a shower, but I'm pretty sure she yeah. had it in her contract where she couldn't show anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's probably underage or something. I mean, but uh, the one at the very, very beginning showed one breast. That's it. <laughs> What's the body count total? And there were.
1: It's it's a little difficult. There's more. There's qualifiers on this one too. It was 17, but then there were the three kids on the boat that maybe they drowned, maybe they didn't. Yeah, and then there was. The cop that got pulled away that you didn't see if he got killed. Uh the guy in the diner, but I don't count him. That wasn't a killing blow. No. He threw him into the Yeah, the he threw him into thing. a mirror. And then there was Oh, the and the the mugger with the pipe, his face in the pipe.
2: Yeah, he just yeah, yeah, that's that that's maybe a concussion at best. But
1: Jason isn't except for Julius, like he's always finishes what he starts, you know. Like if he starts it, why wouldn't he finish it? I don't know. And then we never saw what happened to the 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 Teacher lady, I guess she was still in the so car when it she blew She got up, blown up in know. the car.
2: She probably got knocked out in the crash, too, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, sure. So that's so a weird way. Like, people died in unconventional yeah. ways this time, and they were talking about Kelly Who, she got strangled. She was yeah. the first victim to get strangled by him in the entire yeah. series. That's crazy in itself. Yeah. Parody, parody, parody. Do you yeah, have a favorite kill like in that? Out of the 20 supposed kills, is there one that was actually any fun for this kind of movie for you do you have a favorite Um, film?
1: i guess i'm gonna go with uh there's two that i guess i'm gonna go with the nerdy kid the the videographer guy Mm -hmm. he is looking for the guitar girl uh jj or VV, in the the bowels of the ship and he encounters jason and it's it's kind of drawn out it's one of the more drawn out kills because oh some things happen oh he actually kills a guy yeah that's say yeah. that's
2: actually my favorite okay because I, I i'm not even going to give jason any credit for this movie You're right i'm going to give it to him so, the civilian yeah. killing a civilian which is yeah. rare in the series yeah wayne kills some guy who shall not be named yeah we don't yeah. really i don't even know much about him yeah. like he's definitely just a not issue
1: there were there were a number of people in this movie that you never got their names and they didn't matter.
2: <laughs> it's like a boat of 80 kids yeah, and then right. it gets down to eight real quick. Yeah, like, There was
1: well, the guy in the sauna. We saw him in the, the boxing match thing, but in the scene in the sauna, you didn't see his face. Yeah. That could have been anybody. Yeah. It could have been anybody. Yeah. And he gets the rock in the stomach, which was kind of, I don't know. It was kind of silly. It's too
2: gimmicky for me.
1: So, but Wayne got thrown into this electric board and he gets electrocuted more electricity. It's a, it's a motif in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's, Catches on fire and all this yeah, stuff. His so death
2: actually really meant something. His, yeah, his it, death sunk the ship.
1: Exactly. It actually meant something to the plot. So right. I'm going to go with uh, Wayne's death in this movie.
2: Well, Wayne really makes this film, apparently. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Friday
2: the 13th, Part 8. Wayne's World. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this movie. Uh, no, I know I'm gonna tap out. The I only thing,
2: one I, breath and barely any good kills.
1: The only film schoolish thing I can say about this movie, if you can say, oh, anything besides about Lazarus, it, besides <laughs> Lazarus, is the fact that on the ship they, I think they use the ship in a clever way. Like for these types of movies, these cheesy kind of horror slasher things, it's uh, like the Dutch angles when they, you take the camera and you move it kind of to to one or the uh, other angle to where everything's kind of crooked and it makes you feel kind of weird. The fact that they're on a ship makes it natural for you to shoot everything in this way. And it did. I was watching the movie when they were on the boat. The camera was almost always sideways in in, in every shot. Seasickness. So it builds the tension and it also builds that that sense of movement because the camera is actually going from side to side. And so I think that actually worked kind of well. To to kinda so the
2: DP knew where it was at. Yeah. If only they had a better staff. Yeah. Overall. But
1: the actual direction of those scenes just I mean, it was very it felt like a TV show to me. Like the way they blocked a lot of the scenes, it felt like one, that the characters weren't necessarily in the same vicinity when they were talking to each other. Because it was a lot of single shots. That's and, where the
2: director comes from. Yeah, so it, it, yeah. It shows. Yeah. yeah,
1: and just very static shots. And I think that had a lot to do with the performance of some of the guys. They were just static shots. And he was just saying, okay, stand there and do your thing. When they should be moving. There should be a lot of movement in this movie, and there's not.
2: Hmm. <laughs> can, we, can, can I go now? <laughs> let's, let's get out of
1: here. How hmm. do we get back to Jason Goes to Hell? I don't know how it gets there. I don't guess it matters.
2: Yeah, it does it will not matter at all. It doesn't matter. None, none of it matters. <laughs> Say Smith of Jones.
1: Yeah. This is all some fever dream of someone, I don't know.
2: That's it. It's a heroin hallucination. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, please go to cnjradio.com for all things that we talk about on a podcast, including my show <laughs> Rock Strikes 10, uh, Randy's Randy Brown show, the Synaptic Empire podcast, which is also a great rock and roll show, and all types of other music stay tuned on cnjradio.com com for chris's movie reviews and uh, I guess they're called blogs that's what the kids call them didn't call them either yeah last no. theater on the left in review form in print as well print is not dead it's at least on the internet yeah and I tend
1: to get more i wouldn't say film schooly, but I go more in depth with like how the movie's made and what it means and things like that this is more like talking to a friend about a movie and sure. my reviews are more like Breaking it down analytically, I yes. guess,
2: and also great reviews from Wrestling House Show podcast coming soon. CNJRadio.com dot com for all things rock culture. Yes, We're, I think to so the filmmakers to go to hell. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like we've gotten over the hump because I'm not. I don't remember really liking Goes to Hell all that much, yeah, but yeah, Ten yeah. is fun, and or X. And then I like Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, I enjoy super that movie fun. quite a bit. We're gonna go to popcorn. Yeah, friend. I like the remake. And then we're gonna wrap it up, and that's it. We're getting we're getting towards the end.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm looking most forward to the reboot. Yeah, I'm a fan of the reboot. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward. Yeah, me too. It's been a while. I've only seen it like maybe twice. Yeah, three maybe just three once. for me. So
2: yeah. looking forward to my fourth and watching it with somebody else.
1: Yeah. We'll be sure to check us out tomorrow. Actually, for part nine, Jason goes to hell. hell on cnjradio.com, the last year on the left
0: bye reason why
2: We have to go
1: oh, wait I left the others in the restaurant.
2: There is no more restaurant.